يا نفس إن لم تظفري لا تجزعي ويلا موايد جود مولاك هرعي نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Holy Quran, He says, وَمَا يُؤْمِنُوا أَكْثَرُهُمْ بِاللَّهِ وَإِلَّا وَهُمْ مُشْرِكُونَ This is Surah Yusuf. So in this verse, it's ayah number 106. There's a very interesting uh, things that, thing that happens in this verse. Um, and that is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first points out that the majority of people admix their iman with shirk. And this is a very, very, very serious matter. It's very, it's, it's not to be taken lightly. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالٌ وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ I was saying your money is not going to do you any good. Your children are not going to do you any good. If you don't what? If you don't come to Allah with a clear heart. And the قَلْبِ salim is which heart? This is the heart that is free of shirk. Ultimately, this is, it's not, if you are like, I'm lovey-dovey and I love everyone and I get along with everyone, that's fine and dandy, but <laughs> ultimately is that your heart is grounded in the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one running this show, is the one running this universe. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Holy Quran, He says, وَمَا أَمْوَالُكُمْ وَلَا أَوْلَادُكُمْ بِالَّتِي تُقَرِّبُكُمْ عِنْدَنَا زُلْفَى Again, Allah, you know, very clearly states here. He doesn't want you to have any doubt in this. He says, it's not your money, nor your children. Understand this very clearly. Neither your money nor your children are a means of positioning when it comes to drawing near to Allah. So it's not like if through my money I can get... Definitely, if you use that money in a way pleasing to Allah, it becomes a means. But in and of themselves, it's not the fact that you simply have a lot of money or have a lot of children, how, no matter how intelligent they are, no matter how rich you are, that this brings you close to Allah in and of itself. But Allah says, man. So these things have to be admixed with something. They have to emanate from a heart, a, per, a certain perspective. Right? With what perspective? Man amana wa amila saliha. It says, except those, you know, that it, this, this money, this wealth, what have they done with it? They've realized their slavehood through it. But ultimately, ultimately Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is still focusing on what? إِلَّا مَنْ آمَنَ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحَا This theme of iman and a'mal is saliha time and time and time and time and time and time and time again repeated in the Qur'an. Allah wants to really establish. He wants to really establish that this is what you need. This is it. Work on those. Make an effort on iman. Make an effort on amal salihah That's what you need to make an effort on. What happens? فَأُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمْ جَزَاءُ الضِّعْفِ بِمَا عَمِلُوا Those get double the reward. وَهُمْ فِي الْغُرُفَاتِ آمِنُونَ And those are the safe ones in paradise. You want to make it to paradise? That's what you got to be careful. You got to clean the heart of all instances of shirk. وَمَا يُؤْمِنُ أَكْثَرُهُمْ Now in Surah Yusuf, if you have a Qur'an, open it up. Surah Yusuf, ayah 106. Between that ayah and the ayah of da'wah, between that ayah and the ayah of da'wah, which ayah of da'wah? قُلْ هَذِهِ سَبِيلِي That's ayah number 108. There's an ayah of punishment. 
And we'll get to this ayah of, of, of da'wah and why it's a means. It's, it's, it's like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling you, this is the problem. The majority of people, the majority of people, their iman is admixed with shirk. Meaning they see that other than Allah benefits and other than Allah harms. There's no such thing as corona ultimately. If you think that there's this, you know, independent thing, existing thing, virus called corona that goes about and infects people. Rasulullah Sallallahu very clearly said when the, when, the, when the nomad came to him, the Arabi I believe came to him, he said, you know, the, my camel basically, you know, one of his camels got infected. So Rasulullah, so he made it clear that what, how did it get infected? Well, you know, it was sitting within other camels that basically had the infection. So one camel did what? One camel infected the other. And this is a concept we have. Like, you sit with a group of people that have corona, you're going to get corona, khalas. This is nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense. Again, we're not saying go and sit pe with people that have corona. Let's, let's establish that. That's not what we're saying. But your heart needs to understand. Allah said, it's a sahih hadith. La adwa wa la tiyara. There's no contagion. There's no, the concept of contagious that in and of itself, there's this like living virus that jumps from one person simply coming into contact with them. You will become sick. This is nonsense in our aqidah. Allah, Rasulullah wants you to have this understanding. He told him, well, who infected the first camel? Ultimately, Allah is doing all the work. If any sort of calamity, any sort of harm comes from who? Allahu bidurrin. It's from Allah. فَلَا كَاشِفَ لَهُ إِلَّا Just like the kalima, la ilaha illallah. Only Allah can remove it. But then look at the balance. What's the hadith say also? It says, فَفِرُّوا It says, run away. مِنَ الْجُذَامِ فَفِرَّ مِنَ الْجُذَامِ I believe it is the wording, maybe Majd, you can look it up. So we, bring, we, we recited, you know, verbatim. فِرَارَكَ مِنَ الْأَسَدِ You know, run away from the person with, you know, the disease, this judah, this, it, like you run away from a lion. So apparently a lot of scholars talked about this extensively in the time of Corona, that they seem to contradict each other. But they don't because our, our deen is La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. You don't run away from some, you don't avoid someone who has Corona because you think in your heart that he will transmit this virus or this virus will transmit to you simply by you sitting in their vicinity. That's not why you do it, but you still avoid them. But you avoid them for the right reason. Why you avoid them? Because Rasulullah commanded me to avoid them. There's a difference that you're doing it out of what? Out of obedience, out of realizing your slavehood. Obey Allah and obey the Prophet. But that there's this some independent thing, virus going around doing its thing independent of God, nonsense. So to think. This is a perfect example pointing to this verse. وَمَا يُؤْمِنُ أَكْثَرُهُمْ بِاللَّهِ your, your, the, your, the eye of the heart sees that this corona is a facade, it's a mirage. 
It's a khalq, a creation of Allah, a display for Allah's qudra. But Allah is the one that's doing it all. But this is the haqiqa. Everything has a mix of haqiqa, there's haqaiq, and there's sharia. So the reality is that this is what's happening. But what do I do? I avoid someone with corona. Not because I think he's going to infect me. This is the balanced individual. There are those that are like, no, I don't care. Allah is the doer of everything. I'm going to jump into a crowd of corona infected beings. Knock yourself out. <laughs> Ten people sitting with a person with corona. A few could get infected, a few don't. If it was all, how many times do people say, I don't know, man, like I was around them and they, or, or it comes into a home, everybody gets sick, but one person doesn't. Allah shows. But the system's there to test you and everyone's freaking out about this disease. Oh, now that I have the vaccine, I'm okay. No, you're okay because you, you're okay because of Allah, not because of some vaccine. But then there are those that say, I don't want to take the vaccine. I don't want to avoid the vaccine because Allah is the cure. That person, if you're avoiding it for, for reasons that are more like, you know, you don't trust it, that's your business. But if you're avoiding it because, no, I, I'm, my trust is in Allah, that's also idiocy because Allah, Rasulullah says, tie the camel. But the problem is we're not tying the camel, we're strangling the camel. It's like we're chaining him down. We're grabbing nails and nailing his feet down. Like there's this over. Rasulullah said, You know, just, you know, take the means. You know, lock your car. Now we lock the car and we have 17 alarms on it, right? And insurance and like paranoia level. <laughs> so, Let's look at this verse. This verse should make everyone worried. وَمَا يُؤْمِنُ أَكْثَرُهُمْ The majority of people don't believe in Allah إِلَّا وَهُمْ مُشْرِكُونَ Except that in their hearts they have this feeling, they have this, something is settled in there that other than Allah does, other than Allah harms. Sure, sure, you know, Allah is the cure, but I have to take medicine. You don't, it's not a have to, and you don't take it because it cures. Allah cures, period. Even some people, the way they'll say it, they'll say, medicine cures with the Amr of Allah. Even that statement, in, like in Arabic, it's a bit more accurate. You know, we say, we say, الدواء لا يشفي إلا بأمر الله. بأمر الله. Through the command of Allah. Not giving it any sort of status or existence independent of God. But what do we say? We say with. In English, we say that the medicine doesn't cure except, doesn't cure except with the, um, as if it cures along with the Amr of Allah. So we're, you're giving it the status of curing. And Allah said, وَإِذَا مَرِتُّ فَهُوَ يَشْفِينَ Very clearly. He's the one. Don't admix, don't have shirk with this. So you thinking that this corona is independent somehow of God, is going around killing people and affecting people. This is a form of the shirk that Allah is talking about here. So, وَمَا يُؤْمِنُ أَكْثَرُهُمْ بِاللَّهِ إِلَّا وَهُمْ مُشْرِكُونَ The matter is very serious. So the whole point is to what? Is to like scrape off all remnants of shirk. And Allah gives us the hint as to how. Same surah. 
It's in verse 108. Pay close attention. This is for you, man. This is for you and what your experience was in the past. And the time you've spent. Understand this verse. This is, there's, there's, there's a shortcut to divine love and there's a long way. But first, Allah makes it very clear. Your money, your children, not a means of positioning when it comes to Meaning, it's a matter of the heart. Forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. But we deal with the matter of Iman as, it's, as if it's something long done. We good, we got this Iman. Like enough talk about Iman. Like it's in our pockets. Like what next now? Sahaba worked on this for like 13 years. And their Sahaba, the best of people after the Anbiya. And who's their teacher? The best of all teachers, the best of all created beings. Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And 13 years they're hammering this inside themselves. Allah is the one that does makhluq do. La ilaha illallah. Time and time again. We learn a definition for it and we were good. Now tell me what else I need to do. How can this heart have its veils removed? And we begin witnessing the unseen world that Allah has veiled. When the, 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 the heart becomes illumined with nur, we pierce through the veil and we begin to see the unseen in a very different, the world becomes, it has different colors, so to speak. What did, what happened with Haritha? What happened with Haritha? Kayfa asbahta ya Haritha? Rasulullah is asking the Ansari. How did you, how, how's your morning? Like we say, good morning. How's your day today? Qala asbahtu mu'minan haqqa. This is, haqqa is the point. Not just I'm a believer, I'm a true, true believer. I have the reality of Iman. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. So what did the Prophet Just look carefully at what you're saying. Examine carefully what you're saying. Everything has an outer, outer form, but an inward reality. Everything has a reality. What is the reality of your Iman? فقال, what did he say, Haritha? He said, قَدْ عَزَفَتْ نَفْسِي عَنِ الدُّنْيَا just, just like, I have no, no appetite for dunya anymore. I'm just not interested in it. وَأَسْهَرْتُ لَيْلِي وَأَسْهَرْتُ لَيْلِي وَاطْمَأَنَّ نَهَارِي Tells him like, no longer have an appetite for dunya. My night is up in worship. I rarely have any, like sleep is like a very little interest to me now because I get it. 
تتجافى جنوبهم عن المضاجع يدعون ربهم خوفا وطمعا up at night it's just like mm. now mashallah we're sleeping snoring all throughout the night sahaba barely barely just up all night in ibadah they get it وَطْمَأَنَّ نَهَارِي And then he says what? وَكَأَنِّي أَنظُرُ إِنَا عَرْشِ رَبِّهِ بَارِزًا As if I see, as if I see the throne of Allah in front of me. Like the unseen world is becoming palpable for them. It's becoming more real. Because the veil, the veils have been lifted. They made such an effort. That the unseen world is more real to them than the visible world. This is a seeing of the heart. This is all a seeing of the heart. It's like I'm seeing the people of Jannah visiting each other. <laughs> the man's done, Yani. And the people of Jahannam arguing, fighting, khalas. Allah has unveiled it for him. What does Rasulullah You got it. You got it. Ma'rifa, gnosis. You know Allah. You know. You get it now. Three times. Hold tight to that. Keep at it, O Harifa. Keep at it. Yani, the point is how to worship Allah as if we see Him. Or like some of the saints say, أَن تَعْبُدَ اللَّهَ كَأَنَّكَ أَيْلِ أَنَّكَ تَرَهُ وَهَذِهِ رُؤْيَا رُوحِيَّةً لَيْسَ رُؤْيَا This is a, a seeing of the heart, not a seeing of the eyes. To worship Allah, you know, the, the way most people will translate this is as if you see Him. The saints used to, they, 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 something shifted inside. <laughs> Say, because you see Him. <laughs> They're on another level. And so there's two ways. There's two ways to gain divine love. There's the long path and there's the short path. Hang in there. We want to see what is the long way. What is the long way? مَنْ آذَنِي وَلِيًّا فَقَدْ آذَنْتُهُ Whoever, Whoever makes his point is, is, is taking to task, is giving a hard time, is harming any of my friends, my close ones, my awliya. So Allah's hinting here, wilaya, nearness, friendship with Allah, right? I'm gonna, I declare war against them, Allah saying. Look at how much He loves the close ones. But then now, now the, the, the formula is given. And I wanna see, is this the long, is this the shortcut or the long way to God's love? Because once you have divine love, the veils are removed. It's hinted. What does Allah say? In this hadith, he says, مَا تَقَرَّبَنِي عَبْدِي بِشَيْءٍ أَحَبَّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّا افْتَرَطْتُهُ عَلَيْهِ My slave draws nearer to me with nothing more beloved to me than what, have I, what I've made incumbent or obligatory upon him. وَلَا زَالَ عَبْدِي يَتَقَرَّبُ إِلَيَّ بِالنَّوَافِلِ حَتَّى أُحِبَّهِ وَمَا زَالْ وَمَا زَالْ وَمَا زَالْ 
And he continues, he continues, he continues to draw nearer to me with supplementary, extra credit, extra acts of worship. Tahajjud, recitation of Qur'an, you know, sadaqat, whatever it may be. Continues to draw near with, to me with supplement extra acts of worship until I love, I love him. How do you know the, ve the veils are removed? فَإِذَا أَحْبَبْتُ So if I love him, what happens, Ya Allah, when you love someone? كُنْتُ سَمْعَهُ الَّذِي يَسْمَعُ بِهِ وَبَصَرَهُ الَّذِي يُبْصِرُ بِهِ I become the hearing with which he sees, the, the seeing with which he sees. So it, it's, there's the hint towards what something, a shift happens. You don't see like you used to see. You don't hear like you used to see. What happens when your seeing is wrapped up in infinite <laughs> love? What happens? You begin to see with the eye of infinity. You see through Allah. You hear through Allah now. Now you look and you see the throne of Allah, like Haritha saw the throne of Allah. But here the, 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 the hint is, وَمَا زَالَ وَمَا زَالَ you, It's like there's this continuous, kind of like you stay at it, you stay at it, you stay at it. It's the long way to divine love. As beautiful as this hadith is, it's the long way to God's love. Well, what's the shortcut? That's the long way. What's the shortcut? Mu'adh radiallahu anhu. Sahabi comes up to him and, and he asks him, he turns, he loves him and he turns to him. He goes to him after he was praying, Mu'adh was praying and he rushes to him and he says, Wallahi inni la uhibbuka fillah. By Allah, I love you for the sake of Allah. فَقَالَ مُعَاذْ اللَّهِ Mu'adh says, by Allah, yani basically in our terminology, swear to God, <laughs> you swear to Allah? Like really, you're serious? You know, imagine someone comes to you and says, I love you for this day. It's like, you're serious? You're for real? Allah? Do you swear by that? قَالَ فَقُلْتُ اللَّهِ So he said, yeah, by Allah. فَأَخْهَدَ بِحَبْوَةِ رِدَائِي Mu'ad grabs him by his garment and pulls him in. Okay, just imagine the scene, pulls him in. He's gonna... Mu'ad was really something, radiallahu anhu. Study the hadith of Mu'ad very carefully. فَقَالْ أَبْشِرْ Says, good, glad tidings for you. Really glad tidings. أَبْشِرْ فَإِنِّي سَمِعْتُ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ يَقُولُ For verily I heard Rasulullah saying, with his own ears he heard him say, what did you hear him say, Ya Mu'adh? Imagine the scene, he's grabbing him by the garment, pulling him close, about to basically drop a bomb on him. <laughs> I heard Rasulullah say, قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَجَبَتْ مَحَبَّتِي Majd, Rakiz Majd. هَذَا جُهْدِ الدَّعْوَةِ حَبِيبِي He says, وَجَبَتْ مَحَبَّتِي لِلْمُتَحَابِّينَ فِي وَجَبَتْ مَحَبَّتِي لِلْمُتَحَابِّينَ فِي 
والمتجالسين في والمتزاورين في والمتبادلين في said my love is incumbent it is fard it is wajib straight straight there's no there's almost there's no indication of a, a you know extensive effort made here what is it those who love who love each other for my sake this hint is is all about your concern for other human beings because here again it says those who love each other for my sake wajabat mahabbati wal mutajalisina fiya those that come and sit together for my sake for for allah's sake what does that mean you're 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 remembering allah you're talking about allah you're you're giving advice you're just coming this is it you just want to talk you just want to sit and talk about allah wal mutazawirina fiya and those that visit each other for my sake. Who is it that goes and visits another person today just for the sake of Allah? They want nothing of this dunya. They're not paying back a visit culturally because they visited me and got me a gift. So I have to visit them and get them a gift. There's nothing wrong with this. But like even like visitations are very cultural now. When's the last time you just visit and say, I want to just visit you for the sake of Allah. And you go there and you're just talking about Allah and remembering Allah, reading from a book of hadith, reading Quran together. You tell each other, Allah, I love you for the sake of Allah. There's no business dealings with you. You, you don't necessarily, you're not, not necessarily like in business with each other. There's no, there's no uh, 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 financial gain or benefit. No, just purely for Allah's sake. Sitting together, visiting each other, loving each other for my sake. This is a Sahih Hadith in Muwatta Imam Malik. So the, 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 the fast track to God's love is concern for other people, is visiting other people for the sake of Allah, making it less about you and more about others. There isn't the selfishness of I got it. There isn't this like, if I don't get along with someone or I don't, khalas, like I just automatically X them out. The reason you then got, don't, don't get along with a certain individual or maybe don't like a certain individual, this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is doing your tarbiyah. How will your mirror be polished if you're irritated by every rub? Mawlana Jalaluddin al-Rumi says. You've got you to gotta take a bit of rubbing, right? When you... When you Pat down and slam down on a carpet, a dusty carpet. It appears as if you're beating it up, but you're actually, actually what? Cleaning it of all the dust. Sitting, reciting Quran, sitting, advising each other for the sake of Allah. Doing amr bil ma'roof, reminding each other of our duties towards Allah. Reminding each other of maybe, you know, we should do less of this because it's not pleasing to Allah. Studying the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu even for a few moments, what is Allah saying? Wajabat lahum mahabbatullah. The, the, the love of Allah is incumbent upon us, must. Those that visit each other, wanting nothing except Allah's sake. When's the last time you visited someone purely, not even like, I enjoy, I just, he's a good friend of mine, I just want to hang out and have a laugh. Like, no, just purely for Allah.
and I'm just coming to visit you purely for the sake of Allah, how are you doing? Why don't we sit and re- recite some ahadith from Riyadh al-Salihin and renew our iman? Why don't we sit and talk about Allah and renew our iman? There will be very few, few people in this time and age, but they're there. If you can find someone that your relationship with them has no strings attached of dunya, it's one of the fast tracks to God's love. Al-mutabadilin, those that spend for his sake. They don't spend so that people say, oh, mashallah, they're wealthy, they're good, look how generous they are. They're very careful to do everything purely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake, purely for his sake. So this, this now Allah gives us back to Surah Yusuf. He says, وَمَا يُؤْمِنُ أَكْثَرُهُمْ بِاللَّهِ إِلَّا وَهُمْ مُشْرِكُونَ The majority of people, their iman is admis- admixed with shirk. The next verse, أَفَأَمِنُوا أَن تَأْتِيَهُمْ غَاشِيًا غَاشِيَةٌ مِّنْ عَذَابِ اللَّهِ أو تأتيهم الساعة بغتة وهم لا يشعرون. Allah is talking about his punishment coming haphazardly, suddenly, without them feeling. Now the next verse. Look at how it's sandwiched. The punishment of Allah is sandwiched between shirk and now the solution. قل هذه سبيني أدعو إلى الله. Tell them, O Muhammad, this is my way. I call people towards Allah. Talk about the greatness of Allah. Glorify Allah to humanity. Have some knowledge. Have some basis. Not just have, I know nothing about the deen. I'm just going to go and just talk out of my, you know. No, like you really make some effort to learn, definitely. عَلَىٰ بَصِيرَةٍ أَنَا وَمَنِ اتَّبَعَنِي Me and those who follow me. And then there's the hint. Now look, look at how it's tied to verse 106 where Allah says, وَمَا يُؤْمِنُ أَكْثَرُهُمْ بِاللَّهِ إِلَّا وَهُمْ مُشْرِكُونَ Their iman is admixed with shirk. But here, why would Rasulullah say this? That do the Sahaba think or doubt that he has any shirk? But it's being hinted that the way to remove hidden, subtle shirk from the heart that anything other than Allah does is what is through talking about the greatness of Allah and inviting people towards Allah. Because here it ends with, وَسُبْحَانَ وَمَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ I am not from those who have any sort of shirk. That's, 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 that's the gist of it. To understand that, you know, ultimately, Everything around us is just all this, this matrix we're in is just a test, a display, a, dis- a mere display for the Qudra of Allah. Just like you know when you're watching a movie that, you know, ultimately it's just a screen. <laughs> Taking it on the shape, it's a display. But really Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's all Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's all Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of it. La ilaha illallah. So when this matter, when we begin to realize the importance of Iman, and not just any Iman, Iman that is free of shirk. What is that verse that talks?
those that believe and they don't, there's no, there's no dhulm in their iman, i.e. shirk. Again, those are the secure ones. Those are the safe ones. I'm telling you, the easy way to deen, the easy way, deen is super easy when you make your soul purpose Allah. But when you admix your purpose, yeah, I want Allah, but I also want the dunya. <laughs> Where the most, most of us are there. Very few have just said, I'm not interested. No longer interested in it. Everything is a function of God. Money, it's there. Khair. What can I do with it to please my Lord? It's not there. Alhamdulillah. It's a test anyways. Alhamdulillah. I'll be patient. And I learn a'mal, the a'mal that draw from the treasures of Allah. That's it. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to practice uh, and to convey inshallah ta'ala, to share uh, with our loved ones, to share with, you know, be concerned for, you know, people that are our neighbors, be concerned for the non-Muslims, be concerned for Muslims, don't, don't busy yourself too much with, you know, people that are, you know, very argumentative. They're trying to prove one thing or another. No, just busy yourself with people that have left Salah. Be concerned. Bring those people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you, Allah makes you, this is your job. You become just concerned 24-7 with like, you know, it's like bringing people to Allah. <laughs> it's like all these people that are not praying, they're so far from the deen. What can I do? How can I get close to them? Can I feed them? Can I smile at them? Pray for them from a place of mercy. Allah will, for you to think that you would do the work of Allah, da'wah is the work of Allah, da'wah is the work of Anbiya. And the help of Allah not be with you is in and of itself fisq. The ulama say you're a fasiq. If you think for a moment that you do the effort of deen, the effort of Rasulullah, the effort that's been put on your shoulders, the work of God Himself, Wallahu yad'u ila dar is salam, and that you won't have the help of Allah with you? Nonsense. The qudra of Allah, the raw power of Allah will be with you all the time. He will see with you, hear with you. Innani ma'akuma asma'u wa ara.